Beyond the Pale Ale, with Matthew Stewart. Hey everyone, it's Matt from Simplistic Reviews with another episode of Beyond the Pale Ale. Another fine guest on today's show, another good homie that I work with on a pretty much day-in, day-out basis when we're not being quarantined to our house due to a virus that people may or may not believe in, I guess, depending on who you talk to. But um, it should be a fun show today. Got a good friend, Dylan Crane, from Crosstown Brewing Company out of Memphis, Tennessee. So this is our first Memphis brewery that uh, I'm working with on the podcast here, but uh, say say what up, Dylan. He's hello, he's hello. What's going on? <laughs> How you doing, dude? I'm doing great, man. Excellent. It's good to hear your voice. We we've seen each other a few times in uh, in person since uh, restrictions kind of got a little bit more laxed. But uh, you know, it's our yeah. first Zoom call. Everybody's doing Zoom calls, so I mean, I guess we're doing a Zoom call now too. It's great. Yeah, this is my actual first one on <laughs> Zoom. Uh, really wow yeah, look I mean, at that a bunch of the facetimes and all of those but yeah this is my actual first zoom one so how's it working out so far it's great man oh, perfect for being my first Matt. <laughs> i'm here to pop cherries and have good times with people so it's perfect <laughs> cool man well dylan crane local uh, uh tennessee well now tennessee rep for um, crosstown brewing company you guys just just expanded into a couple new territories right before well, this kind of uh, jumped off, but uh, give a little intro to yourself and uh, the brewery at large just to let people know what uh, what they're kind of in for on this show. Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, Crosstown, just uh, we, we're two years old as of this past February. Hmm. Um, so we're at, in, from Memphis and we're there in what's called the Crosstown neighborhood over there in the old Sears distribution facility. Uh, it's this real beautiful area now called the Crosstown Concourse. Uh, million something square foot and we attached our brewery inside of that um, and then uh, started distributing to the Nashville Middle Tennessee market in June mm-hmm. uh, of last year so we we're coming up on a full year in Nashville which is awesome because that, that's my territory so I handle uh, Nashville um, where we live and then um, I do Knoxville as well and then Chattanooga coming up here pretty soon. So yeah, you guys just launched uh, Knoxville not too long ago, right? That was pretty pretty recent, right? That was yeah. We did we started Knoxville uh, back in the fall, so we're just in time for football season and all the kids come back for for college and all that. So <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, I, I love I love visiting that market and um, doing some a lot of the outdoorsy stuff over there if I can. You know, it's it's a great time. I love yeah, you are quite an outdoors guy whenever I see you on, on Instagram and everything like that. You're pretty much out with your with your dog on the trails and stuff like that. So you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, we, we've been happy to have you guys here in the Nashville market. I mean, it's been I guess you could say it's been an eventful one year since you guys entered entered the uh, Nashville market pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of ebbs and flows and uh, highs and lows and Right now, yep. we're all, all go. I mean, no, not just you, but we're all going through the same crap. You know, we're all we're all in the same uh, in the same boat when it comes to trying to, you know, create new business when there is no business and trying to revive old business that needs to be revitalized. But it's it's tricky, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. On, on the yep. one hand, it's like it's good that you guys are local, so at least you always have that in the back pocket, which is always great. We do absolutely. 
Yeah, and it is great to to, uh, to be re regional local in the area, but also um, being able to kind of show what Memphis is doing beer wise as well, um, you know, elsewhere around the state, which mm -hmm. is uh, fantastic. Happy to, to be another ambassador for, for West Tennessee. Rock and, uh, rock and roll, man. Mm -hmm. Now, are you now you're are you a, you're a native to Nashville, right? Are you Tennessee? I'm not. I'm actually uh, from Louisville, Kentucky. Originally. Louisville, Kentucky. Okay, that's right. Um, but I've been uh, I moved to Nashville in '09, so Sweet. over uh, over a decade. I, I don't know. I don't know if that makes me native-ish or not. <laughs> more, more native than a lot of the other people who are just getting here, only been sure. here for a couple years or anything. And I mean, you, you've been in the beer business or at least in some way, shape or form for a little bit, right? You know, cross towns, like that's your first rep job, but you've been kind of in and out of the business for a little bit since you got here, right? Yeah. Um, I was in, let's see, I was in the music biz for a while. Um, moved to Austin for a couple of years. Then upon coming back from Austin, Texas, um, I started working for Head of Profits. I uh, learned so much about that, about draft systems and beer lines and pouring beer and uh, just really great informational tool and was able to work with some awesome, awesome folk over there. And then um, I worked at the, the prestigious Ajax Turner in Co. Mm. Re representing all the way right there. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> had a great time working with everyone over there and, and was able to continue that relationship as that is our distributor here in Nashville, as you know. Absolutely. I know plenty, plenty about it. And we're happy to keep you, keep you in the family. And it's been a, it's been a fun ride for a year rep representing Crosstown across uh, Nashville and seeing all the new things you guys have been doing and meeting the higher, meeting, you know, meeting Clark and everybody involved there. You know, everybody's great who I've at least run into from you guys. So yeah. happy to have you guys here and hopefully 2020 can only get better. Right. It's not what we, what we think at least. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, always. <laughs> well, enough about that. We're we're here to talk about some other stuff, but before that, uh, talking about some beer. Now, uh, I'm sipping on something that, I mean, something I can just crush day and night. But uh, maybe I'll let you intro what you're drinking first. What do you What are you sipping on right now? I'm wondering if you're drinking what I'm drinking, but I don't I've know. Got, Let's see, man. I don't know. I have a little traffic IPA with me. Ah, uh, it's it, it, it's a close. It uh, it's, it's the one I have starts with a T. So we're uh, you're going for the terraplane. Yeah, I'm going for some terraplane. So yeah, while I pop my can open, if you want to tell people about one of your, one of your flagship uh, beers, the tra traffic IPA. Sure. Yeah. So um, traffic is is our is our IPA. It's got Simcoe, Ella, and Citra hops in it. Real low bitterness on there, uh, but still lots of hop flavors in the, in it as well. Lots of grapefruit and passion fruit notes. Just a general crusher of all time. Um, it's a fantastic beer. Uh, it's uh, definitely probably our most popular. And that, along with the, what the beer that you're drinking, and mm -hmm. our pale ale and our blonde makes up our core. So that those are our core four. And uh, that that blend is also uh, one of my favorite beers to brew as well. It's a fantastic German Pilsner style lager. Mm -hmm. so it's uh, got some real great flavors in there. Yeah, and the can. I mean, one thing I always take away with the aesthetic of of your brewery is the aesthetic of your cans and design that you guys put into it. It's got a nice art deco feel to everything. Very colorful, but also very concise. I mean, just looking at the terraplane can right now, it's, you know, somebody burning, burning rubber on the road pretty much looks like, you know, just, it looks like the, the you know, the hood ornament of like a hot rod going into yeah. the night sky. So, so that, yeah. that is actually um, a reference to a Robert Johnson song called terraplane blues. Boom! There so that, you go. That's why you're seeing those uh, the flames there on the horizon because Robert Johnson went down to the crossroads and sold mm -hmm. his soul to the devil. Learn how to play the blues. He sold his soul to the devil for rock and roll. Supposedly, yeah. Um, so hell, that, hell, hell, hound on his tail. 
exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Terraplane, this is this for me is a, a crusher. While I like the IPA and the blonde and Okanzi pale ale and everything, I think Terraplane is my new favorite just because I can drink a ton of these, you know, low ABV, good crusher, you know, nice crispy boy. If I've never if I've ever had a nice crispy boy. So it is a great crispy boy. Um mm-hmm. lots of really lots of really great full rounded flavors in that too. Um, which is one of my favorite things about that beer is just uh, by far a great one that, that we offer there. Um, I'm usually find myself going, I have a different time and place for each of our, our beers, but that was yeah, it's, it's mood drinking most of the time. You got to be, what, what kind of mood are you kind of in a little bit of a bitter mood, you know, drinking an IPA, you crispy mood to get, get down on that Pilsner, you know, just feeling yeah. kind of down the road. How about a nice uh, pale ale or blonde? It's, that's what I like about kind of like the lineup, the cores at least. You know, they're very concise, but they're also very approachable at the same time. So and you've got your, you got kind of what pairs great with different kinds of foods. Cause I like to do that. You know, I like to have a beer with food a lot. So you kind of get different notes out of different stuff. And mm. if you are, uh, you know, tobacco, cigar smoker, something like that, you know, it's great to have a good pastry salad, like our donut salad that came out with. This is all, uh, all in cornucopia, right? Absolutely. Variety's a spice of life, my friend. You know that more than Absolutely. most, I'm sure. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, while we sit, while we continue to sip on these beers, we'll talk about some uh, other other business that you know may be good, maybe bad, depending on what kind of like you know, boat most people are in. But the idea of this series, as it continues, if it's the first time you're listening or not, it's kind of talking to my buddies and my friends that I know out in the uh, trade and out in the market that are dealing with you know, the the pandemic, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, and um, just kind of how that's maybe affected business either, you know, negatively or, or positively, depending on who you talk to. Most of the time, it's this pandemic hasn't treated everybody quite well. It's in some respects on the hospitality side, it's really hit it hard. But, you know, people never stop drinking, people never stop want to get a little, little loose and a little intoxicated. So it's, you know, it's good and bad. It's a catch 22. But just want to kind of, you know, throw the, the three main questions at you that I've been asking everybody is just kind of what was business like before kind of the shutdown and everything happened? What was business like during, um, during the uh, shutdown that we've experienced the past, let's say, seven, eight weeks almost? And, you know, now that we're kind of crawling out of quarantine or, you know, crawling out of um, uh, basically everything being closed, what's your expectation of life after pandemic and i'll just let you talk i'm going to shut up i'm going to let you tell tell the tell the story of what crosstown's doing you know before during and after type thing sure yeah so before we kind of talked a little bit about um you know just how fairly uh recent and newer of a brewery we are just being open the past two years going around two and a half and being in this market alone for a year in nashville Mm -hmm. so uh, lots of great opportunities have come out about that prior to COVID. Um, so even in Memphis, we've been able to use that space over there at the brewery to do some great events out uh, in the parking lot. We do an event every year called Crosstoberfest, which has our fest beer that we brew. Um, do all kinds of fun Crosstoberfest games and we're building up some good momentum with that, those kind of events at the brewery, uh, which is fantastic. So hopefully once all this is over, we continue to keep that up. I know that our numbers from the previous crossover fest were doubled or tripled or something crazy like that. Uh, and then for me, really, um, prior to all of this, we're mostly here in these markets, just rolling uh, off the momentum of our launch and establishing our brand and 
you know, who we are and what kind of beer we like to make, um, to, you know, try to get the name out there to those who don't know. And for those who do know to, to keep it uh, as available uh, as widely possible for them to grab when they see it. So that comes through our core as well as, uh, you know, the spicy seasonals that we get to throw out mm-hmm. too. So, um, and then that, that thing goes for, uh, for Knoxville as well, which, which I've been covering. So, yeah, you know, setting up as many events as we can, um, trying to get people engaged and interested in the brewery. And um, it, it's, it's great because most people that really love beer like it for majority of reasons, but the folks who really love it end up wanting to talk about it, right? Which is I think, yeah. the reason why a lot of us do this, are drawn to this job and the connections you make with folks. So I love being able to, to chat about the beer with, with folks who don't know and even some that, that do and just want to tell us how much they appreciate it, you know, so just being a good ambassador getting back to some some beer fest (laughs) well yeah we'll we'll see we'll see how long that takes i guess right i know right (laughs) all those uh spit and pour buckets might not be the great thing right now but maybe not (laughs) (laughs) definitely going to change the way we uh uh, go to go to beer fest and how how we kind of how many people what the crowd's like how you dispense beer how you just keeping hygiene because hygiene seems to be the big thing for good reason you know it's yeah absolutely it's modified the entire business in so many so it could it could be some positive ways down the line but everybody of course right now it's like people see a lot of i mean for him for you know for, for a reason i i get it seeing mostly like, god how are we going to retool something that's been working for us for so long and making it new and evolving i guess mm-hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely so okay so I mean, overall, everything's been. I mean, it's it's been a whirlwind for you just being in the market um, for for one year. You know, working with with I don't want to say an upstart brewery, but in some ways, it's, it's a new brewery. So I'll say upstart in a, in a positive way because sure, yeah. everything when, I've had from you guys, I've enjoyed. And when we do get the hands on the seasonals, it's always fun. You know, anything between you know chowder when you you're dipping your toes in the New England IPA pool or you know, you, you mentioned the pastry stout, you know, space bird or anything else that, you know, I know big, big, big plans were, you know, on the horizon. And of course this kind of puts a stop to a lot of things and, you know, Memphis gets, you know, the, the lion's share of the uh, one-off things and everything like that. And I just noticed today, uh, I, I didn't realize you guys were involved in this, but the, uh, the altogether beer project that other half kind of put together, I noticed yeah. that, you know, you guys brewed, a, a version of that as well too i know locally we had a few we had a uh, bearded iris brooded and southern grist so um, um, it's pretty cool to see that you guys got involved in that in that project as well do you have anything else do you have anything about that beer that what maybe it differentiates itself from some other some of the other um, variants that people put out for that collaboration so um we haven't talked too much about that as that's kind of stick, sticking around the memphis area um, yeah but I know that we, it is a kind of a different type of uh, dry hopped mm-hmm. hazy beer that we have not previously done. Uh, the other one we did, did before that we kind of was here for a little bit as a summer seasonal yeah. last year's chowder, which you, you got to have. Yeah. Um, so okay. I, I'm looking, I'm hoping that uh, Clark and Will, owners of the brewery, mm-hmm. will, will hold back a four pack of those for me so we can try them out. I'm hoping Maybe they're, they're going to do the same thing. I'm hoping they're going to do the same thing for me as well, too. So Absolutely, I mean, for sure. I'll just put we a, are put doing a, a call with Clark. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that is something that we had just gone to recently, too, um, is doing those four pack uh, taller cans. Cool. So, t- kind of testing out that um, in the Memphis area and doing some smaller batch, special release stuff for that means, which 
you know, it's a whole different conversation on itself right there, but it is fun to have a different delivery method of, of those core one-off beers like that and uh, put them in that format, which is, which is rad, but. Very cool. I like it. Yeah, I'm hoping to get some hands on that soon. Uh, so am I, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, with all that being said with like, you know, kind of like the journey that's been, you know, it feels like it's been months when it's only really been about eight to 10 weeks of dealing with kind of this, you know, cliched concept of the new normal that we all like to say all the time. Yeah. Um, but during just kind of the period of upheaval in a lot of ways, you know, I'm sure, you know, you've been working the market in one way or another, you know, I'm sure concentrating on off premise, which everybody else is concentrating on, because that's where, all, that's where the traffic was being filtered outside of yep. on premise. Um, is there anything you kind of learned about just maybe the business at large about kind of going into a segment that, Maybe you don't do do so much because I mean, focusing so heavily on 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 premise doesn't leave a lot of room for how you see off premise. Let's say on, on a bigger bulk buy, let's say grocery stores or convenience stores or anything like that. But what what is there anything you've learned from kind of how how the business is being run in a different direction or anything to kind of think about that? Yeah, your, it, your personal experience on that. Sure. Yeah. So a personal experience for me, um, just a little different from that is um, we were kind of just busting into the Kroger market, right? Mm -hmm. As all that was hitting in the Nashville area. Yeah. So we've already had our beers in Kroger around, you know, in Knoxville and Memphis and East Arkansas and North Mississippi, all those spots we've previously mm -hmm. been at. But this was uh, right hitting right uh, during the COVID outbreak. So yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I think, I think it was one uh, Kroger started getting some beers in at that point in time, but it kind of put our sets back. Yeah. So a lot of the off-premise um, approach that I was doing was was our local uh, beer stores and mm -hmm. uh, you know some of the local chain spots and um, trying to get in when it's um, reasonable and you know yeah. I'm not because <laughs> some of, some of the times I mean even just you know I live in the east side in East Nashville and mm -hmm. uh, there's some some beer store accounts over here that even during um, you know the quarantine time period it was just pumping 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 out sales products yeah. you know so getting in there and uh trying not to be stuck on anyone's toes and being sensitive to to business owners and their employees and all of that especially in this time of we're keeping your distance is probably the best yeah well combination of keeping your distance but also you know you bring up east nashville and most of the people have already interviewed for this series are all pretty much living in and around the east nashville area which got hit especially hard with the tornado absolutely uh, early in march so Yes, that's why I, I always I'm saying in these in these interviews kind of like between eight to ten weeks because it's only been about eight weeks since COVID hit, but uh -huh. the previous two weeks before that is when dealing with the fallout of a of massive tornadoes tearing through big swaths of our you know of of accounts whether it's liquor stores, beer stores, restaurants, whatever it might be. Yeah, and you know still going through those neighborhoods, seeing you know the rubble or the ruins, whatever you want to say, through those neighborhoods and. It's it's been a, a tough month, especially for people on that other side of the river. In, in a lot of ways, it's been a complete and total whirlwind. The month of the month of March was just insane. Yeah, uh, there's really no other way to describe it. From a lot of us that live over here, you know, um, I'm thankful, you know, to have the home and mm -hmm. all that stuff, and um, everyone I know care about was okay. But then you also have um, outside of that the the businesses that you love um, to go. Spend spend time and money yet, and also um, you know that we work with as well, and yeah, uh, hoping that all those 
business owners and bar staffs and whether it's just their, their home or their uh, business that was affected in, in money. It's been a crazy, crazy uh, month already over here prior to <laughs> the massive outbreak of, of COVID even happening. Yeah. So, well, this, so, is yeah, supposed to be, this is supposed to be the money time for everybody between absolutely. March and March. And I mean, from March on is when it's the hot, I mean, that's when Nashville's on and popping between having, yeah. you know, March Madness or SEC tournaments or gearing up for, um, predators hockey season predators hockey usually playoffs. for playoffs or i mean next month we should already be planning for a cma fest and that's not happening this year either so yep. a lot of you know big downturn in uh, in the national tourism scene and just everything in general so it's yeah. that's, for, that's for everybody that's around the country but you know we live in our bubble we 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 have our our little things that happen in nashville as well too so we can only really speak from it we can speak better from a from a locality aspect. Yes, it does. It does make our experience um, a little um, unique, different, mm -hmm. for sure. But as far as once the uh, once the COVID hit during that time period too, it was kind of like um, a, almost like a rebirth thing. Trying to look in the, a little bit of the bright side over here, where some of those businesses had some time to take a step back and reevaluate what they're wanting to do, what to do with their business, and do some deep cleans and do a little mm -hmm. rebuilding. And I have full entire faith that that Nashville will bounce back. Uh, very hard yeah because that's, that's kind of what we do we like to drink beer and, and hang out and and uh be together as a community i was in Murfreesboro when the great the big flood hit back in the day but yeah a decade uh, ago now yeah. yeah absolutely but it seems like all that um we're just poised for another rise out of the ashes so but during that time yeah that was uh mostly popping in out to your off premise and saying hey to your buds and trying to get your beer and get out of the way and make sure they didn't need anything. So being helpful is really um, all you can do at that point. Just kind of make sure that they've got everything they need and, and uh, communicate that and then try to make sure you're not taking up the parking spot so someone else can get in. And that's the thing too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Park way in the back or park across the street and walk Absolutely. over. Never, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's common courtesy when it comes to us on the, on the beer side of things. For sure. Sale side of things. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't, don't take that first spot. That's going to be a paying customer spot right there. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> rule 101 in the game. Never do that. Sure. Or, or at least don't have a, 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 a buyer see you do that because you'll get, could get the raw end of that deal sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Definitely don't do that. Yeah. Well, cool, dude. Well, hey, great talking to you uh, as we kind of like exit out of here. Just want to see if you want to plug anything else about Crosstown, anything you, you're hearing that's coming out of the brewery that's fun or interesting or just kind of what the future might hold, give people a little bit of a glimpse of, you know, what's 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 on the horizon for you guys as we slowly crawl out of this uh, uh, cliched, unprecedented time, if you will. Yeah, definitely. Um, right now we are still kind of going through our spring seasonal, which is called Delta Cat. Mm -hmm. And that is a grisette ale, which is fantastic. But as we're moving out from that into the summertime, our summer seasonal is going to be called Dog Days. Mm. And it is a pink lemonade style uh, shandy. So I'm so excited to get some of that out in the market and shop that around a little bit and see what mm -hmm. folks think of it. It's going to be our, our first product here that I've been pushing around and I've uh, been able to share with folks that it's just not just straight, straight ahead beer. So very interesting to to see how that takes off and these days of higher seltzer consumption and uh, just <laughs> one easy drinking, you know, kayak pounders or mm -hmm. uh, just something light and refreshing if you're just chilling like, you know, on your front porch. So 
definitely uh, look out for Dog Days here coming soon. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. You showed me some of the can art. It's goofy and fun. So oh, it's great. I mean, it, just, it, it perfectly tells you what's inside of it too. Yeah, <laughs> it's got Man. that light, light, and nice visual to it. Mm -hmm. so. And pink lemonade shandy. I mean, that, that sounds. I mean, as any any, I guess I would assume any uh, self-respecting Southerner, I'm sure loves loves that pink pink lemonade, extra sugar, and stuff like that too. So nothing <laughs> nothing, nothing screams summertime in the southeast like pink lemonade. So. Oh yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to that hitting the market and uh, giving giving that a run. But between that and the Grissette and the uh, All Together collab you guys did, it seems like there's some cool prospects on the horizon in the Memphis market, and hopefully some of that, you know, coming it's coming that way a little bit more east to the uh, yeah. to the Nashville market as well too. Absolutely, so. and we uh, if you follow uh, the Crosstown Instagram and Facebook and all that, we usually keep a, a great. Um, notifications up there for folks of what is in the tap room. So there's always something cool and special uh, there at the tap room available too. So it's always great to point people towards the brewery when they are visiting or traveling through Memphis because it is a it's a really cool spot to go. I, I, I haven't made, I haven't got a chance to go uh, travel to Memphis since you uh, guys came into the market. So as soon as hopefully this stuff blows over, I'll definitely be popping over to visit you guys and check it out. So looking forward to that one day. But yeah, I'll, I'll include, uh, you know, show, in the show notes, I'll include uh, Crosstown Brewing, all, all the social media. So anybody who's listening to this, check out the show notes, uh, check out Crosstown, buy the beer, you know, support your local, you know, if you're in Memphis, support local. If you're in Tennessee, support your just about local, your, you know, your state, your state beer type of thing like that. So uh, at the end of the day, we're all in this together and trying to support the brands that usually support the community as well, too, which is more important than drinking the beer most of the time so <laughs> yeah well cool dylan thank you again man for uh joining the podcast and just get getting some word out and introducing yourself to the adoring podcasting public and i hope you enjoyed your first uh zoom meeting as well too. i did I'm sure yeah. it was exhilarating for you i loved it it's, it's this was a lot of fun thank you matt for having your, me on your first of many i'm, I'm sure Oh, I'm all about it now. I gotta, I gotta figure out how to get my video and some background stuff going on too, because I've seen some cool videos of that. Oh yeah, I mean, I could, if you want to be like surfing on a wave or something, you know, grab yourself a green screen and uh, put it in the back and get yourself a virtual background. You can have all sorts of fun with the uh, with Zoom. It's uh, sure. definitely a definitely a goofy thing. As long as you can hear, hear the person, they're going, "Can you hear me?" I don't know. What <laughs> have uh, you been able to hear me? Yeah, you've been perfectly fine. There you so. go. Great. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, <laughs> hopefully this podcast will be coming out with your with your audio because that would be awkward if I'm talking to myself. So. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, dude. Thanks again for uh, joining the podcast. And uh, if you guys have any questions, of course, you know you can always email me, uh, Matt at simplisticreviews.net. Or if you want something a little bit more general, go to contact at simplisticreviews.net. Uh, if you want to join the show, you have questions. Use either one of those emails. Love to have you on. We're going to run this series as far as I can run it. As people, as as long as people want to listen to me talk to uh, other people in the beer business and uh, talking about what's going on, and as we climb out of this weird time we're in, we're going to keep put these things out for you guys to know what's going on in the world. So it's Matt. Another episode of uh, Beyond the Pale Ale will be out next week. Hope you guys enjoy this one, and I'll catch you guys on the other side. See you later. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Pale Ale. 
You can find more features from Simplistic Reviews at simplisticreviews.net. And remember, bottoms up.